This week on the Inklecast, we're going to talk about religion in games. I'm Tom. I'm Joe. And I'm John. So a question that's crossed my mind a few times is, why are there no games that deal with religion in any meaningful way? So I'm not at all religious, and I don't actually know that much about the different religions of the world, but I have engaged with plenty of films or books that deal with religion and faith in really interesting ways. And I feel games have basically either never like even approached it or tackled it in a really juvenile way. Like, there are a lot of games that like take like angels that you can kill or they have like religious extremists like in Dead Space or in The Binding of Isaac and they're just antagonists you know they're just an evil cult or organization in fact we see a lot more cults than we see actual religions in games so why is that and why has nobody made a game that involves faith as a theme i guess one of the main problems is that games need mechanics and if you're going to make faith and religion a core theme of a game then it needs to tie into some part of the mechanic and in general games have a problem with themes at all because most games don't really have any kind of mature interesting themes and so to combine the two of both having the mechanics and doing anything interesting thematically is it's just rare in the game industry i guess the thing that makes me think is a lot of the films and books which tackle religion are always about the inner personal conflict of some character, like all of Graham Greene's protagonists. And Tom, you mentioned a film just before we started called A Man for All Seasons. That's yeah. right, isn't it? And they're, they're all about a character who is struggling to keep their faith in the face of a world which is pretty miserable or pretty difficult or pretty harsh. And I guess capturing an internal conflict is something that's really difficult for a game to do because in general in a game you play some kind of avatar who is basically able to do anything that they have a button for and then the world pushes back at them right so there's lots of external conflict but it's very difficult to work out how a game could i guess as you say joe to make a mechanic out of an internal conflict Mm. like i want to do something but i don't feel like it's the right thing to do yeah i guess that's hard to capture it makes me realize how many games there are where religion acts as the oppressing force rather than the force that you have to push back onto the world because right. it's far easier to make religion religious people make do. great antagonists don't they because they're completely <laughs> single-minded they'll do absolutely anything in pursuit of something which is effectively arbitrary yeah it isn't really like any real religious people that i've ever met but you can sort of wrap stuff up in it and just say yeah that's the thing i yeah. guess free I motivation guess, i guess to even begin the discussion you have to sort of start by looking at all the different sides of religion in terms of the actual act of believing in a deity, the existence of scripture and the cultural aspects of both, you know, going to church on Sunday or 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 going to the, the whatever the festivals are, or just simply living as as the fifth faith dictates and just doing purely cultural things like celebrating Christmas or something. I've just remembered, actually, I can think of a game which has got religion in it, which is called, it's the Dave Gilbert game, uh, the Watch Your Eye game called The Shiver, I think. Oh, yeah. And it's about a rabbi, 
I think losing his faith or trying to save his no, synagogue or something. I haven't played it. That's so well I can't remembered. Really talk about it. I've but... played the first minute. Ah, okay, right. But it, that's definitely exactly trying to do um, a character-based psychological, religious ah. topic, and and it's as I quite know, it's, it's well respected in in modern society. It's actually quite a common theme. I certainly had a friend who's who who was very christian and it he's been on a long journey to um to kind of uh find a new way to have a faith outside of christianity um because he he he's no longer a believer so mm. yeah that's that's definitely an interesting topic actually. i guess yeah. it's really difficult though isn't it because in most games where you're choosing how to act if to take that aspect of religion like how should you act in the world as a religious person, if you want to put that into a game. In most games, when you're choosing how to act, then it's all about what are the consequences. But actually, when I'm taking ethical decisions, a lot of the time there are no consequences apart from how do I feel about myself? Right. Like, how do I feel about what I've done? And game players tend to feel nothing about how they themselves or what they've done because they've forgotten it by the time they've gotten to the yeah. next bit. There's very little persistence of guilt sure and even in stuff like mass effect or fable you're led by i guess fairly empirical moral things like don't kill people whereas like those are things that just about everyone can get behind and think yeah that's clearly the good route whereas if it's religion it could be something quite specific like i don't know don't eat fish like most people are not going to see that as a bad thing Mm. on its own they're going to have to be told and also i think like they're going to have to be given something one way or another or really, really drawn into that world mm. so that it matters to Still, them. Still, it'd be interesting. I mean, you could do something about the kind of being in a religious society, I guess, and kind of acting within that where you have that sense of a society that's judging itself. But that's an incredibly negative portrayal of religion. Yeah, I feel like we're overall, the tone of our discussion right now is quite negative towards <laughs> yeah, religion. Right. And like, yeah... There, there are very positive sides and I wonder what you could do with that. Difficult to make a game about kind of community building and like mm. helping out the local... Without becoming super cynical because as soon as you, as yeah. soon as you systematise it then somehow like puts a weird like... Yes, when people run a community choir are they trying to score god points? Yeah, right. <laughs> like I don't think they are but I suppose in a way they are but I don't think they are. Yeah. I mean, Chris Crawford gave a great talk at GDC this year about religion as a game system. I don't know if you remember it, Jay. Uh, no, I don't. Actually. Right, okay. Um, I mean, it was a bit of a joke, the whole thing. He just sort of did a spiel about religion's different reward systems and how they punish non-believers by sending them to hell, so you've got a really good incentive right. to stay in the religion and all this stuff. And, you know, it was a complete... It was a joke, but it was interesting to frame religion as a system like that. Um mm. Since I guess you could look at religion as a system quite easily. But then that's Again, I feel that's the wrong lens. Super cynical. I it mean, is super cynical. I can totally imagine a game in which you design a religion and the goal is to attract as many followers to keep them, yeah. to spread your religion, to right. make it viral. I to wanted make it to do scriptures. a plaguing religion thing once. I think I told you about yeah. it. Yeah. But, but again, cynical. It's very cynical. And, quite and while there's certainly an element of truth that religions spread or die out depending on how their ability to propagate to other people, like their ability to get new followers. Um, yeah, that isn't the point. No, that so definitely. Isn't I think the I'm point. much more interested in religion as 
a theme in the game that doesn't really have much to do with mechanics at all, but just that there are, say, within the narrative of the game, two two groups of two different cultures that just analyses those themes and and kind of forces the player to make a choice or something in terms of which culture they believe in or or yeah. whether they have faith at all and and the kind of the what that what that does to the player's character and not necessarily in a negative or a positive way but just in an interesting cultural way mm. i think i could i could definitely imagine a game in which you have a protagonist who is religious and the player not having any particular control over that like i'm always interested in the gap between the player and the protagonist anyway so you can imagine a game in which the protagonist is is damn well going to pray to Mecca at sunset. They're going to do that. They're going to do it every day. There's nothing the player can do about it. And if it's an inappropriate moment, well, the protagonist is going to do it. <laughs> and that's something that the player can kind of struggle with and or, or, or kind of help or kind of compensate for or celebrate. But um, I... And so you end up with that internal conflict being between what the protagonist is not willing to give up and what the player wants to achieve mm. in the game. That's interesting. And you model your internal conflict that way, which I wonder if that would work. I don't know. It starts to make me look through the player-protagonist kind of divide through the new lens of, um, you know, Freudian, um, the id, the ego, and the superego. Those three different parts of the player's character oh, like like imagine if you split those three up so the id is the kind of the animalistic instincts the superego is the the overriding moral conscious voice in the player's head and then the ego is kind of everything in between so it's so it's just like making kind of intellectual conscious mm. um, rational decisions the player protagonist divide has always really been a triangle between the player the protagonist and the rules like mm-hmm. the game rules. And so if you could throw away mechanics, aesthetics and dynamics entirely and replace it with <laughs> id, ego and superego, that would be well good. That would be a great theory of game design. I think we should definitely do that. <laughs> should we do another episode on that later on? Yeah, <laughs> right, exactly. Dodgy pseudo-psychology and game design. <laughs> Getting back on topic then. So, <laughs> yeah, sorry. No, no, there's a Freud episode in here somewhere. <laughs> so the two films that I feel... Uh, make me sort of think of this discussion the most are Contact and then A Man of All Seasons. And I think what's interesting about them both is that they are polar opposites in terms of how they handle belief. So Contact is about uh, a woman who has no belief set against a world that does believe and she's held back because she's a minority as a non-believer. And in A Man of All Seasons it's Thomas More fighting um, with, uh, well on the side of the, the Catholic Church against um, Henry VIII's willingness to sort of split it off and have a divorce. So he's fighting against the world that's trying to become, I guess, he would see it as less religious or unreligious. And it feels like we've only really discussed the the non-religious side. Like, I think all of our discussions have been framed mm. by religion being something that you have to do rather mm. than want to do. Yeah. I don't know how you get yeah. there. Mm. Well, I mean, in general, in a game, it's very difficult to incentivize a player to do something if they can't see what it's for directly yeah. and i suppose the whole point of faith is that you don't get an immediate obvious tangible reward for it hmm. oh i just realized i was i was starting to think about a potential um potential game with in kind of Ro- roman classicism where you have the roman gods 
as various characters that you have to appease in different ways. And if and depending on the way you play, you get different gods. And I was like, oh, wait, that's sorcery. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't <laughs> going to bring up sorcery as an example of religious, it's in, not... religion in games, because although we have gods, they are, they are ridiculous. <laughs> yes, yeah. exactly. And that's very much praying as a way to stop rocks from falling on your head. Which Still, is that's not... a mechanic. And it kind of mm. demonstrates that if you make a solid mechanic out of something that sort of feels that kind of intangible, maybe it doesn't work so well. Mm, it certainly doesn't feel like religion anymore. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I keep coming back to the idea of rewards. I think that's... like I'd love it if you could somehow find a way to put religion as... Like, if you take, like, Warcraft or something, and you have it so your character can become religious by avoiding some acts and taking on other acts and it might just be that the religion is part of the game but ultimately you're acting towards it i guess because you believe in its principles it's less religion as religion and more religion as philosophy i guess so i was thinking about that like when you look at religious people like successful religious people people who who do religion and do it well they they don't gain the ability to zap electricity out of their fingers <laughs> and they don't gain the ability to see the future but the one thing they generally do gain the ability to do is to not get too angry and to deal with conflict really well like all of the kind of vicars that I've known in my life. I used to, I used to work in a public boys' school. Uh, I've been very chilled and very good at calming down sort of aggressive situations. And all of the Buddhists that I know are also similarly, they're very Zen, they're very calm, they're very... That's their thing, is avoiding conflict and getting angry. So I wonder if you could systematise that without doing anyone too much of a disservice, that the more religious and, and faithful you can be the calmer you can stay in sort of difficult situations in the game. And that genuinely is a gameplay benefit mm, right. in some way. So it's more about kind of overcoming aggression. It's, it's overcoming your id, if you like, mm. <laughs> um, through the means of religion. Wow, this sounds like a really pretentious game design. It does, doesn't it? It sounds awful. <laughs> yeah, it sort of does. I think this is maybe the reason that nobody's tried to systematise religion. Well, as a game, anyway. Mm. I can see that being a real sticking point. I think also, I mean, it's it's pretty much controversial for the sake of being controversial, isn't it? Like, yeah. it's hard to know what it's about if it's not about trying to piss someone off. Yeah. I feel if I were to tackle this seriously, there's no way I would want it to be in any way controversial. I feel it should be, like the two films I described, respectful to religion, but just um, like tackling but kind of a in, character. An interesting analysis for cultural situations. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, yeah. So I wonder then if, like we said earlier, it's less about systematising it and more just have, about having a character in your game who is religious or has... Mm. Ex sort of explicitly and meaningfully yeah. faithful. So to bring, yeah. I guess, the, uh, the seriousness of the discussion down a few pegs, the new Batman Telltale game just came out today. <laughs> so I guess you could look at Batman as having his own philosophy more than religion, but there are things that Batman will and will not do, and you as a player can presumably impact his ability to do those things in the game. So I'd be very surprised, I haven't played it yet, but if Telltale didn't give you a decision that made it look like you could kill somebody, which is the thing that Batman will never do, do you do it respecting his character or do you not do it thinking there might be some sort of benefit to this or wanting to play with his character? Yeah, I mean, it, it's definitely not a great compliment to gaming if the best depiction of religious conflict that we can manage is Batman. 
because <laughs> um, that's not really the depths of the profound human soul. I think we should probably go and play the Wadget Eye game, to be honest, because yeah. that sounds like the, the, the yeah. only example we've managed to come up with which fits that actual theme. Of course, it's an adventure game, so and I, I think he does mostly dialogue-driven um, puzzles, in inverted commas, so... So perhaps it's kind of telltale-ish, ish, ish, but without kind of the, the suit yeah. and the suit well, mask. If you, the listener, has played Shiver, then please tell us, how is it? Yeah. Does it deal with these themes? Yeah. Well, we, we think it does. Is it any good? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>